0: Welcome to the University of the Free State Career Services Podcast, where we talk to experts about the ins and outs of jobs and share tips that will give you a grip on your future career. Dear listeners, today we're going to start our episode a little bit differently. I'm going to read out three motivational statements my guest lives by and you're going to try piece together what kind of guest do I have today. Okay, so listen. With regards to the church, she says that the few cannot surpass the pulpit. We need to invest and make sure that the pulpit regains and maintains the integrity and ability to be able to say, thus saith the Lord. With regards to society, she says violence can break down the mightiest fortresses and palaces, but it cannot even build a pigsty. We need to be the change makers who instill the understanding in our specific society that breaking down is never constructive unless we can replace it with something better and proceed to do so immediately. And with regards to her students, she says, We are what we do repeatedly. Excellence is not an act, but a habit. Can you guess who we have in our midst? Um, If you're thinking along the lines of a Leonard Scholar, an entrepreneur an active member in the community or an active member of the church and a believer of the word of god then dear listener your thoughts are correct we have dr rika van der she is a part-time lecturer at the university of the free state a consultant a business owner in health supplements in the cosmetic industry a preacher an innovator and a problem solver <laughs>
1: Thank you, that sounds <laughs> magnificent. Good. G- yes, you're a magnificent I hope woman. my children will agree.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. Welcome, welcome to our podcast. Thank you so good. much for having me. How are you? She's such a glowing beam of light. I wish you guys were here to see her as, as she's sitting with us in the interview room. How are you doing this morning?
1: I'm doing very well. Remember, the interviewer always makes it very easy. So mm. I just reflect what you show me. <laughs> Oh, flattering. <laughs> Thank you so much.
0: So, um, I, from reading from your bio, you um, wear a lot of hats. And I'm interested, in the week of Dr. Elrica, how does that look like?
1: It's managed chaos a lot of the time. Some weeks are more hectic than other weeks. But yes, I am a wife. I'm a mother. I'm a business owner. I'm a lecturer. I'm a preacher. I'm a representative. So, all through the course of one day, you basically run through most of these exercises a lot of the time. You have emails, you have WhatsApps, you have calls to make, you need to drive the kids to school, maybe fetch them, do the lunch, maybe do the dinner, sort out the washing sometimes. It's a lot of things, If now that you pointed out. Yes, it's, a, it's many hats that you wear in the course of one single day.
0: You'd correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm going to safely assume you have an S on your chest. Because only Superman can do all (laughs) of those things
1: in one day. You know what? If we think about people's lives, everybody's life almost looks like that. Because Mm. um, I gave a lecture the other day and we looked at a missionary and it stated that she was at a young age the main earner in the household. And I said to my class, I'm sure that that's true of many of you sitting here. So I'm sure that with many cases we have students who are, earners or heads of households, Um, they need to do washing, they need to get to work, they need to cook, they need to study, they need to do research. We don't always think about it this way, but we all wear many hats in Mm. the course of one single day.
0: You you have your um, degree in theology? Yes. Yes, you yes. did that all through your PhD as well.
1: Yes, I I was looking at my CV the other day and I see that I mentioned that from the time when I started to study till the time when I eventually got my PhD, The department under which it was registered changed names, I think, four times. So I don't know, should I say Hebrew or Old Testament or Ancient (laughs) Near Eastern Studies or uh, what do I say, Semitic languages, but yes, uh, eventually... I do have a PhD, and it's sort of touching on theology. <laughs> <laughs> on all of those subjects, which fall under Some theology. of that,
0: yes. Yes, so uh, some of our listeners are also embarking on a journey in theology, um, and you, you having a, a, a um, learned a lot or accumulated knowledge from theology and then having to branch off into other streams as well. Um, I'd like to know a little bit about your journey
1: from when you were a student to now bring a professional. How did that look like? Yes, it's something I'm absolutely passionate about, maybe because I'm the mother of two boys and it's a, a very live topic in my head and in my husband's head. We discuss this often. Even when I was a student, I started well, let me say that even when I was a, a school kid, I started selling things and um, showing entrepreneurial initiative. And as a student, while I was still studying, I would do loose jobs, uh, maybe stock counting at a, at a, a grocery or something like that, and I started selling cosmetic material and so on, cosmetic items. So even while I was still studying, it was very important to me to start um, exercising or growing a leg of financial independence for myself. None of these jobs were high earning jobs, but I wanted to buy my own books, my own clothes. Eventually I bought most of the things I have with the bits and pieces that I end everywhere. And I've always been very um, passionate about the fact that we are no longer living in an era where you can think you can study something and then that's what you're going to be for your life and maybe one day you're going to retire in that uh, discipline. That world no longer exists. We all need to be multi-skilled. We need to all understand that we have to have Two to three strains of income, we need to develop that. Uh, we need to be realistic about the challenges of a new world, a new time that we are living in. From student age, I developed these skills to be an academic, uh, a businesswoman, an entrepreneur, a representative, even a Sunday school teacher that you never get paid for. Ha ha. But, um, <laughs> Keeping my feelers out in the community and trying to always establish networks and connections with people, that has always been very important to me.
0: So um, now that you said something very interesting, you said that you have to be multifaceted right now. You can't be one stream and think that's what you're going to do for the rest of your life until you retire. And that's something that you're practically doing with your own life. What do you think makes you good at... Um, being able to carry out those qualities. What what qualities do you have that makes you good to be able to carry out so many streams?
1: Can I quickly just make it a light moment? You ask what makes me able to do that. I'll say (laughs) desperation. (laughs) (laughs) Desperation. But um, you have to just try and rethink yourself. We, none of us, only have one ability. We all can do many things, and you know, the older I get, the more I realize we can handle much more than we think we can. If you don't panic and you try and just breathe deeply, you can go through the hard times, you can come out at the other end. We have gone through very hard times as a family, even when I was a student in my parents' house. They lost everything at one stage. Mm -hmm. So nobody's story is just a simple line starting in one point and a straight line going towards a very guaranteed end. There are ups and downs and many, many curves in the road. We can handle more than we think. Every student out there, every person has actually a whole toolkit of skills We just don't think about them every day and we must try and identify them. Am I friendly? That's a fantastic skill. Am I open to people? Can I embrace them and pull them into my world? That's a wonderful skill. Let's try and see how you can make that work for you. Uh, Other uh, different from, from just studying. Can you be an inspiration to people? How can you turn that into an income for you or make that a way that you develop uh, another skill in your life. We have to think of ourselves as a toolbox. And we bring a toolbox with a number of tools to any place where we go in life. That's brilliant. Think of yourself as a toolbox. One day you're a screwdriver. The other day you're a wrench. The other day you are um, a, 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 a carpet cutter. Whatever the task requires of you, you can measure up to that. You can. Because we have that within us, because we are multifaceted as well.
0: Now, I want to take this back to a student who has a theology degree Mm. and wants to pursue a career in theology. In that broad industry, you can see that you are a preacher, you're also a community member, um, you're also an advocate for the word of God. Um, How do you think then a student who has that, that degree can equip themselves and prepare themselves for the journey to work professionally in that field.
1: Mm. Even there, I would say try to think and develop many legs of your table. If your theology skill is your table top, let's try and get as many legs under that table as possible. So you might want to go into Sunday school teaching. You need to sign up and say, here I am up your hand and be there. You don't get paid for that. But remember, we want to be diverse and we want to be involved everywhere so that you can identify where is the place where your specific skill set can make the most difference and hopefully you you can gain an income from that. So let's think Sunday school, maybe preschools, maybe going around in the community and um, motivating or setting up prayer groups for soup kitchens, um, maybe starting something where you get youth involved to look after children when maybe the mum and the dad or or whoever needs to go for a job. You need to think about a million little places where you can make yourself absolutely irreplaceable. Mm -hmm. In the church specifically, uh, come alongside the preacher, make yourself very needed. People need to be able to lean on you, develop yourself as the go-to person for every discipline in the church and in the community that where it touches on the church, you need to be there.
0: I'm thinking now practically as a student, um, as someone who has now many legs in all of your table has many legs, Practically, is that practical in terms of time and the demands of our life?
1: If I think about the many things that we can actually do with the 10 hours of the day that we have available, if you do successful time management, you can really do many more things than we generally think we can. Even in theology, we need to think also not just Preaching the word, but living the word, showing people. Here I'm thinking vegetable gardens in your community, bringing people on that road, uh, becoming self sufficient, maybe registering yourself with um, um, societies where you can negotiate better life quality for the community. In all these places and these disciplines, we need people of God to come alongside and guide the community. So even in community service uh, that is not religion um, orientated immediately, we need to be there as students of theology. Let's say, even if it's just campaigning for running water, you need to be there. We need to have a voice, but in a good way, right? Not in a destructive way, because that's one of my mottos. Everybody can break down Things we need to be the boldest mm. and build the new, the new tomorrow.
0: You've spoken a lot, a lot of motivating um, things in, in in our conversation. Now I'd like to know from your job, what is hard, what is a mundane thing that you think the rest of us people looking from outside would not know about your job.
1: My greatest passion about my job is standing in front of a class and speaking into their lives through lecturing and contributing to the sharpening of their tools in their toolkit. That's my greatest passion. One part of being able to do that um, entails the admin at the backside, you know, filling in forms, checking the marks and then marking test papers. I absolutely hate that. (laughs) I hate marking tests. (laughs) And once I went into the class and I said, can I just give you one bit of consolation which will really not help? As much as you (laughs) hate writing a test, I hate marking a test. (laughs) That I don't like. But the lecturing part and even the research part for that um, lecture, that I love because first I learn and then what I learned I hand over to the students. That's a dynamic process, but the mundane part for me is the paperwork, the marking, the marks, the administration, that's really not exciting.
0: (laughs) I think the students would appreciate to know that we all have to do things we don't like to do. Absolutely. Just to get to the fun parts where we talk to each other and engage, right? Absolutely. Okay, Dr. Rika, we are at the end of our interview. But first, I have some questions for you. This is the fire round. So I'm going to ask you quick questions. Don't think about it. Five seconds is too much. So I'm going to ask you, are you ready for our fire questions? You're going to say fire. away. Okay? okay. Are you ready for our fire questions? I'm ready. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Sweet or salty? Salty. Remote or on-site? On-site. Every morning I? Ah. I,
1: I, I put my, my alarm clock on snooze. <laughs> <laughs> That's so honest. Thank you. My favorite word is? Sparkle. Sparkle!
0: Thank you so, so much. I hope this interview makes you feel sparkly. Um, thank you so much for joining us. I'm embedding the words of wisdom to our listeners and to myself as well. And I hope you enjoyed our interview. It's been a privilege. Thanks for having me. That's it for now. Listen to all our episodes to make sure that you get into the
1: fast lane of career success.